0: What's up, guys? It's your boy, Jonah, bringing you guys another episode of Dear FBI Agent. Today we're going to bring you guys some very special guests with some surprising twists halfway through. Well, that was- I hated that. I'm sorry. You were probably conjuring as much as I was just now. Just trying something new. You know, season two. What's gonna happen? It's wacky. We don't know. Enjoy this episode. It was quite an experience for everyone around. Music. Take it away.
1: Bonjour, Messieurs how are we doing you know honestly
0: i started today at now almost two hours ago ready and excited to record a new episode of the podcast but it has been an hour and 47 minutes since we had originally planned to start recording this so i am naturally a little pissed off at me or the system (laughs) kind of both
1: can you hear me really loudly through the mic now
0: stop (laughs) Stop, <laughs> I don't, that caused so much unnecessary issues and I'm just happy it sounds good. I wish we could have started a lot earlier, but we're here now. Remember where that is, memorize the length from your mouth that your mic is, because we have mics now. Mori Ma- Povich dropped him off.
1: Alex Tudorenko got us mics so our hearts hard to go out to the man for his efforts, he got him for our birthdays actually for Jonah's birthday and my birthday. I forgot to tell you, uh, he got it as a birthday present to you as well.
0: Very, very thoughtful of him.
1: Moving on to my uh, testicular exam that I recently got. Just stop, why? Well, here's the thing. I went to the doctor's office. No,
0: I'm not asking for
1: context. I'm asking you to stop the story. Uh, No can do, uh, my brother. What
0: did I say about like, you know, regular conversation topics about regular things that happen and like, you know, clean, PG, not
1: gross. So I went to the doctor, um, on Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday. you know, how you get your regular old, uh, sorry, what you get, you know, regular old full body exam, what did you just say? Regular, regular, regular 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 reg reg u you. u you. lur lur reg regu uler uler regular regular proceed so i got you know a regular old test what the exam- oh my God. What? What? um and i got it uh, by the doctor. It was a w- female doctor, actually, so it made everything uncomfortable, because, you know, if I had gotten a boner, that would have been a yikes.
0: I hope you're joking.
1: Um, so, on, on the left testicle, she she found a slight Guys, I'm, I'm
0: so sorry.
1: She found a slight bump, right? <laughs> and she was like, she get this checked out. And proceeded to like tell me, can you feel this? Can you feel this while feeling it? Stop. Like, I don't
0: like the, no, no, I don't want to talk
1: about this. She kept feeling it, like saying, okay, do you feel it? Do you feel it? And do I you want and this it.
0: on the internet?
1: She, she went in to have me feel it, and I went in to feel it, and I found a slight bump. Two days later, I went to an ultrasound to get it checked out. For those who don't know an ultra, what an ultrasound is, I don't really know what it is either, so we're in the same boat. But basically, you get a bunch of slatherty jelly just slathered over you on, on on the area that is being examined. And that area is examined because somehow the gel helps it to become more clear for the doctors to You find do know
0: who listens to this,
1: right? To find what they're looking for. And everything came back normal. No major issues, just assist it was a cyst yeah no it's a, it's like a minor cyst it doesn't do anything
0: you know how like they pop cysts right back in the day the way they used to handle cysts if it was like on your you know wherever it is on your body the doctor would take like a fat textbook and just whack it and it pops and i that, so want that to happen to you. that's evil
1: that's an evil thought
0: <laughs> oh my god um to pop your testicular cyst
1: yeah, so no major issues, all This is good. fucking gross. You know what's fucking gross? The fact that it is your birthday today, but you don't want us to celebrate it.
0: Why did you out the day we're recording this? Shows, us how, shows them how unprepared we are for this week.
1: Hold on just, just one second. <clears throat> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday dear Gator, Jonah to happy birthday to you, scat solo, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Gator, happy birthday to you, trumpet, pa da burna do you, chorus. Happy birthday, to you. Happy birthday, dear Jonah. Happy birthday, to you. What a clarinet. What a That's not how a clarinet. Um. Shut the fuck. Stop talking. Okay. Whew. That was a lot.
0: Yeah, really unnecessary. If you again remember from two weeks ago, how I talked about how I would either cry or run out of the room anytime someone sang that song to me. So um, thank you.
1: So, Jonah, I'm looking at this old calendar of mine, and it seems to me you are less than a week away from leaving Skokie, Illinois for Peoria, Illinois.
0: Thank you for giving out our current location and the location I will be moving to away on the internet, but yes, I will be going to Bradley.
1: How goes that emotional transition in your mind of going to college? On
0: similar um, topics of emotionally unhealthiness i am completely 100% indifferent and i think that's still during the fact that i have lost any ability to like access emotions since march 12th. like sh- i should have talked to someone or like you know like gotten through that like cuz there was just so much and i've just like sat with myself <laughs> since march why um, are we why are we so dark already i don't i don't like this well, I asked
1: the question and you made it dark. Well, whatever. Well,
0: it's a, it was a, You know the answer to the question.
1: Well, I wanted the viewers to know the answer Again, to the question. Again, they aren't viewers. They're listeners. Yeah.
0: You're going to keep in that silence there so they know how long you had to figure out the right word. I need a good guest today. I need a good guest to lift my spirits.
1: I know you wanted me to... I, I know you thought in your head that would be a perfect... Uh, transition into the. Guest. Damn it. Damn it, Louie. <laughs> I know that you thought that would be a perfect transition into the guest, but we it have a really little bit... was, it was really good. I was going to, you know, talk a little bit about how I'm feeling too. Tell me how you feel. As you know, I'm actually terrified. I'm actually not excited. What's to, what's to be excited about? It's you're, you're going off to college and, and oh, God knows what terrifying time and, with no with no support you're being thrown into 12 feet deep water with no one to guide you how to swim and yet you're supposed to figure it out this is the world the boomers have created for us a world where there's a virus there's a terrible president there's no support to guide you through the quest and you are literally thrown into the deep end to try to tread water the kids kids are going to get the brunt of this Because the public school kids are gonna go back to school without a plan, and the kids are gonna go to college.
0: No, yeah, we're gonna have a wave of kids that, like, you know, don't know how to read or don't know how to do certain, you know, math skills or don't know how to write certain papers and stuff like
1: that. And you know, whose fault is that? It certainly ain't our generation. Yeah, Um, we
0: were the ones shafted.
1: Yeah, we were the ones shafted. So you know, everyone asks, you know, oh man, aren't you getting excited for college? Wow wow that must be exciting are you getting excited wow and the way i respond in my mind is like do you know what's going on right now i, I i'm kind of depressed about the the transition and it's going to be quiet and there's not going to be a ton of people to meet for a while you know like are you kidding me Do you hear yourself they remember when they went to college right these old people who asked me this and they went to college in a normal time when it wasn't a virus. And so when they ask me, they're like, wow, excited? Jeez, that must be exciting. And I'm like, nah, not really. And that's, it's okay to feel indifferent. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. I feel the indifference.
0: So here's the thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm not stopping your role here. I'm looking at the clock. And based off of the time we started, um, this
1: quote, quote, intro bit that we're
0: doing right now is almost at 20 minutes.
1: Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, we got really great guests coming on. Some of the funniest people we know. One of them is a saxophone player in jazz band. Why, um, is,
0: why is your go-to, to dis- again, you're describing people just by like instruments. That yeah. you, were, you were good with the, the, you know, talking about their sense of humor. Like that was good. Then you started talking about what they do. And again, we will get into that. And you know, people don't need to know that already.
1: Chris actually is like, super good at trumpet made ilmea twice i think now okay so
0: now you're just name dropping again that's that's my job oops but um also again you're you're just talking about music and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that later
1: anyway um great people just super blonde one of them is okay
0: okay we're gonna we're gonna work on this for the future you're gonna practice beforehand before like you know you know the people you know the next couple people we have coming up just practice what you're gonna say for them it is my honor and privilege to welcome these two fine gentlemen to our podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Sayuni and Kyler Lantry. Chris? Kyler? Oh, no, no, (laughs) no. Before we get into this interview, um, I'm here with Kyler and Chris right now. Uh, We have, we rescheduled this meeting to another time because series of complications, and then after 2 reschedules, schedules, we've come to recording, and Louis is sleeping, we think, I think. He has not answered any of our calls, and I left him some tasteful messages, but right now, it's just me, and Chris and Caleb, so we're just gonna do this without him, see how it goes. Chris and Caleb, how, how are we doing today? You do
2: well. I'm doing pretty good, gotta say. I am glad to hear it. So, we will, well, I guess I will jump right into things. I'm sure if you may or may not listen, we ask the same question to everyone in the beginning. I would like to know. And you can say, you can answer this about Louis, even though he's not here. Uh,
0: When's the first time
2: you guys met us? And what were your initial thoughts and reactions? We can start with Chris. All right, let's see. Starting with you. The first time I met you was jazz band freshman year. And my initial thoughts were, Wow, you look like this other guy I know. Oh. <laughs> Who uh <laughs> who's the other guy? I don't remember his name. But I remember his face because it looked like yours. Great. Thank you. Was it a good association <laughs> or a bad association? Like what kind of guy was this person? Uh I think good. I mean I didn't even know the other guy that well to be honest. But yeah. Maybe you just saw me once and that was me. You know, like that. That is entirely possible. And then the first time you met Louis? First time I met Louis, probably would have been at McCracken in band. And my first impression of him was wow, this guy knows a lot about history and politics and whatnot. He does know a lot about history, politics, and whatnot. Especially the whatnot. I also knew Louis when I was in middle school, but I never actually talked to him. He was just the first chair clarinet in band, and that is all he was to me up until about. Sophomore year when we started talking more, you know, we started making inside jokes with each other and such You know every time he sees me he goes guyler and I go Louie <laughs> And that is pretty much the only interaction we have and same as Chris. I the first time I Met you Jonah was in freshman jazz band uh, and when I saw you. I was like man. There's a handsome guy right there. Oh, well, thank you and I also both thought words. that you looked like a really cool person, so I wanted to try and be your friend. Well, thank you, Kyler. I'm proud of your appearance, Jonah. Oh, okay. you should. I both, both first impressions were appearance-based. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, when did you two meet? Like, did you guys go to the same um, elementary school as well as middle school? Yeah, I wanna. No, I wanna say seventh grade. Yeah, I moved um, to Skokie in sixth grade, but. I never actually like talked to Chris until we were in the same band together. Yeah, even then, we didn't really talk that much, but um, freshman year is when we actually got like pretty close. Yes, Weird. I know. My, my earliest memory of Kyler is pulling a chair out from under him when he tried to sit down in homeroom. Have a crack in. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that, but it was hilarious. It was pretty funny, I will not lie. <laughs> All right, let's see here. This is beautiful okay usually this is when we would say something so well, with- um jazz band we kind of branched out recently in the last year to our wonderful combo and i was wondering if chris if you could talk about um, what, what combo means to you and tell the audience about some of the names that we went through and some of the experiences that we shared <laughs> with combo because i feel like you oh, can elaborate this and articulate very well combo i think in the end was a success it was a lot of fun mainly let's see what were the two big successes the block party and uh and what was that and the jazz festival we went to jazz in the meadows. yeah however there was a tumultuous period in the middle where we like could not (laughs) find a time to rehearse for our lives you know but let's see i don't know it was really it was nice because it was like, you know, it's like enough of music like through school and stuff and like official and this was just like, hey, let's as friends just like get together and have some fun making music. And it was like really chill. There wasn't a lot of pressure. It was really nice. And that, that lot party was hell of the time. <laughs> Talk about some of the names of our combo. Oh, yeah, the names. I was trying to remember what the second part of the question was. Well, I'll just rattle them off. Peanut butter and jams. The, the blues berries. Cucumbers with instruments. My personal favorite. Suspender disbelief. We had suspenders. The Veggie Scales um, algorithm, algorithm. The Niles North Jazz combo. Many and forgetting any? I I think that was i d I don't remember Bluesberries. That was that was kinda of, that was a career. That was a very brief name. Yeah. But yeah, so And Garrett will take over for me this year, if it's still happening. Uh if I can get us any gigs, yeah, that is the plan. Obviously, um these these past Couple months have been very crazy for everyone, and our next few talking points will be about that. Do you think you guys can go through a daily life in quarantine for each of you? Because at least for me, the days are very repetitive and not very interesting. So you just talk about a day they are repetitive. that covers the past, you know, half year. Chris, what you've been doing this whole time? All right, well, my typical day I'll wake up at like eight thirty or 9, kind of wake up, eat some breakfast, and then I'll usually sit down with a good book and a cup of coffee, like an old person. But I like it. I've gotten back into reading, which is nice. That's um, good. After that, I'll usually, some, okay, when I say workout, I mean, like, we're not talking anything intense here. This is like just to wake up, nothing serious. <laughs> um, then I will definitely do like some, now it's like there's no order at this point, I'll just kind of do things as they come. Uh, definitely do some stuff with like music, whether it's like listening to some new artists, uh, playing some music. I've um, done a little bit of like arranging and composing, but not that much. I'll try and hang out with some people, you know. Well, of course, I didn't really do that in the beginning of quarantine because, like, you know, it was like quarantine. Right. <laughs> and then most days I've got work, which takes up like most of the day. Where are you at? Chick fil A. On Skokie Boulevard? Yeah. Nice. The one that's always crazy busy. What do you do there? Yeah, take a, I'm take a the team teams. member. What, what the is most that? specific job description. There is. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, I don't know. I'm like your general employee. Right. I mean, I basically do all the basic stuff. I take people's orders. I make like you know, I bag everything, and then like run out people's orders. It, it's really not nothing special. And then at night, I'll get home and I'll like I'll watch a movie or something. I've probably watched more new movies during quarantine than I have in like, my entire life. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, you know. That's a swell day. Thank you. Got How about you? Uh, pretty similar to Chris. I, don't know why I can't speak this morning. <laughs> um, I also spend most of my time at work, Though yeah. so unlike Chris, I would usually wake up at noon or one because I am lazy. And you're at McDonald's? Yes. One girl at McDonald's. But yeah, when I'm not, I, I work there pretty much every day. I only have two days um, off and usually on those days off I'd either hang out with my family or with my girlfriend. But you know now that school has started that really is not an option anymore. I am doing school stuff and then working and that is about it. But I have actually recently started hanging out with uh, Chris a lot more. Oh. Yesterday we played Frolf. We did play Frolf. What it was is supposed to be Frolf. Go, go for a swim. Frisbee golf. Oh. Yeah, and that that was quite fun, even though I did have to leave pretty early to go to work. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much been the same thing day in, day out. I have also been doing a lot with music, um, not so much with my own instruments, but I've done a lot of music composition over the summer. Uh, uh, you and I actually worked on something together, a, which was pretty fun. Still probably one of my better songs, I'd say. You've, the stuff that you've shown me so far has been pretty good. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Actually, this is interesting. My grandpa on my mom's side Uh, commissioned uh, me to write a piece for him. He recently, my grandma died back in like March, and he wrote a song about her, just you know, with guitar in his voice, and he wanted me to turn it into a full fledged, you know, song with like piano and bass and guitar. Wow drums and everything so yeah um, and I'm trying to work on getting that actually like all put together and released That's great yeah that's pretty That's pretty exciting for me Or I just mentioned that you know how you guys are back in school quote quote with uh, your senior year do you guys want to talk about if you can really tell how it's going I know you've only had two days or what your thoughts are about you know what the senior year might be Uh okay total honesty I hate it I hate online school so much I can't stand it after, like, after sitting on Zoom for, you know, three hours straight with, like, a five, ten minute break between each one, I just feel like, like my brain has been fried or something, and I can't do anything for hours. Yeah, it's really sucky. <laughs> uh, I mean, to me, it honestly just feels like it's still summer, except I have to like go to these. Yeah. Zooms. I do have to agree with Chris on the whole like being completely drained by Zoom yeah. meetings. I find it extremely hard to focus, you know, on school when I am in a Zoom meeting. So I did. I actually did take advantage of this independent work day for a little bit and got some good work done on the assignments that I was given. That's which exactly the same. <laughs> i actually prefer something like this where um we just have to finish things based off of like our own time and what they want us to do you know more independent mm-hmm. uh, but i do have to say it is pretty annoying uh chris can vouch for me here in our ninth period class i have never had an issue with any of my teachers the fact that i do not have a camera on my desktop computer but then in my ninth PA class, Ms. Ordonez is really is not happy about the fact that she could only see my profile picture and demanded right. that I show my face. Well, now that you guys are seniors, I'm sure college has been at least hopefully a thought in your heads. And if it is a thought, do you guys want to tell us what you guys are thinking of doing or where you want to go if you have put any thoughts? In? Yeah, I um, my parents have been really on my case about college uh so i have quite a few places picked out i think my top one right now is kalamazoo want to major in music ed and uh the schools in the midwest are pretty good for your music just in general mm-hmm. um and i like kalamazoo i like the name okay. for that. that's what drew me in but uh, <laughs> i actually like the name. yeah i actually do like the school i'm mm-hmm. hoping that i can get in there uh so i can become a band director in my future career what you drinking there uh, Chris water Louie usually drinks on this sorry doesn't give him the shit because he makes a big or- he makes a huge ordeal out of it just the slurps and thrusting the cup back down the <laughs> table whatever <laughs> chris college what's up all right college I am thinking about probably you of I. Well, honestly not for any reason in particular other than that it's like just a regular school that's like moderately close, but not too close. I'm actually thinking, yeah, I'm maybe thinking of doing a gap year contingent on if Corona is still happening. Honestly, I don't want to do freshman year online. And I mean, we all have our fingers crossed that like this will be done by next year. But who knows on the off chance that, you know, next year is online too, I'll probably just try and work through the year, save up some money, because like, honestly, I don't see a point in spending all that money for zoom calls and online textbooks you know i don't really know what i want to study at all um you don't have to yeah i I, yeah i can't really speak anymore to that because i have no clue but hey okay i'm very excited for this next talking point Um, oh this is mainly a question for chris but tyler if you want to jump in you are more than happy to jump in on this discussion i want Chris, I want you to tell people what Cruno is, <laughs> because everyone should know about it, I'm, and I would like you to, addi- in addition to that, talk about some of your favorite games and rules that you've played. Jonah, I can't thank you enough for asking that question. I'm very excited to talk about this. Cruno. Well, for all of you listeners, I want you to imagine the most fun you've ever had in your life, and then double that. That's right. Cool. That's what we're talking about with Cruno. I know. I know. It's a lot to take in. Uno is short for Chris's Uno, me, Chris. Well, it's, the rules are pretty simple. It's Uno, but whenever you play a wild card, you get to invent a rule. So it, I, you can imagine it gets pretty wild pretty fast. My personal favorite rules are you have to narrate everything you do in the third person. So it'd be like Chris plays a green three. Chris sneezes. Chris, you know, plays a four. Chris gets up and goes to the bathroom. Whatever, you know. I also like the rule: you're not allowed to make eye contact with the person you're speaking to. You have to look at someone else. (laughs) That's a fun one because it's pretty darn impossible to actually like do successfully for any long period of time. And what happens with a violation of a rule? Well, you draw a card, and as you can imagine, that you get a lot of cards in hand. I also like just banning a a, an entire color, (laughs) like you can no longer play yellow cards and that's that's just it you just can't play this oh a fun one i did one time was uh don't worry this was this was all men we were playing with was that every time a uh the switch the direction cards is played instead of switching the direction we all took off our top article of clothing and moved it to the left oh my god (laughs) 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 oh my god i do i have only played one legit game of crew and that was at, uh, at Jasmine Meadows this year. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. That was fun. We did um, some loud shouting, some dance breaks, some um, musical chairs. Tyler, you have any good memories with Kruno? I was introduced to Kruno after the people who went to Disney World came back. And I had to say, it was probably one of the most frustrating experiences in my life <laughs> playing Kruno for the first time because Chris would make up some crazy bullshit rule when I was about to win. <laughs> um, I think my favorite rule. That was made is just one person in particular cannot win the game because it really know, <laughs> <laughs> it it has happened before and it really is not a fun time. But um, I actually Chris, I took Cruno into my own household and played with my family. See, this is what I love about Cruno is my my vision is that by the time I'm an adult, the entire world is playing Cruno. That would be a good world to live that would that would be something, but. Yeah. See about the, the rules that someone can't win. I never make those rules because I understand that that is kind of going a little too far. But I mean, hey, I mean, like, I can't I can't limit people's creativity, you know? Right. The sky's the limit. I can't remember a time I've laughed that hard playing a game. It was just a great <laughs> experience that I got to share with my jazz band people and the one girl who'd follow us around. Oh yeah, that. Oh yeah. She was a person. Yeah, She was. She was a person. I like your description. Thank you. I like your description of me from earlier. Oh, yeah. Okay. Louie had a question here. I'll ask it. Um, I don't really understand. I won't understand it. Louie okay. asks what each of your favorite middle school symphonic band memories were with Mr. Stefano?" I think my favorite Mr. D moment is when he made a symphonic oh. band clash royale tournament. Oh my god, I was going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> that was game. extremely fun uh back when, you know, everybody was playing Clash Royale. He got a tournament going and we all played to see who was the best in the McCracken Symphonic Band. Wow. I took a cool eighth place in the tournament. Not bad. Um but the funny thing was that even though Mr De was better than all of us at the game, he actually did not win the tournament. He was in second place. Oh. Yeah. He was beaten by a seventh grader who would be me. Oh really? Wow. Why my proudest moment from middle school. I felt a little bad about beating Mr. Clash Royale, but it was very impressive. They were on a whole nother level of intelligence and strategy that I could not match. I used to dapper in the Clash Royale back in the day. What were you rocking with? If you, you don't, definitely don't remember. Really cool. S- sadly, I do. Oh, you do remember? <laughs> I do remember the exact deck I used because that game was too big a part of my life. <laughs> Please spill your secret. It, it was a Three Musketeers cycle deck. You put the two in the back, then you put the knight in front of the one. It worked every time. I uh, I also dabbled with that, but my main deck was a Elite Barbs and Hog Rider cycle. Uh yeah, cheater. Elite Barbs. They're bad. Do you guys think, so far, well this is kind of related to the question I asked earlier. Um, For Chris, well this is another Louis question, and we split it up between the two of you guys. Uh, for Chris, your favorite band concert, and for Kyler, your favorite theater show. Uh, my favorite band concert was probably the one eighth um, grade year. Wait, from McCracken or just any band concert? Any, probably, uh, he said so far, so probably any band concert. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to say, yeah, I'm still going to go with 8th grade year of McCracken. We had our band concert that was a joint concert with the uh, Japanese school. E- oh, wow. And that was such a cool experience. Honestly, they were like way better than us. <laughs> but I don't know. It's like they say music is like the universal language, and it's like kind of a cliche. But then you know, you get it together with a bunch of kids that don't speak English too well, and it's like whoa, it actually kind of is the universal language because like you know, kind of connected with them. I had the fattest crush on the first chair alto saxophone from that school. Dude it was so cute. Cool. of. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Um, I'm torn right now uh, because freshman year was my peak year for theater. Um, Is that right? It was all downhill from there, but I, I'm in between Arms and the Men and In the Heights because, well, In the Heights was probably a better experience um, on a show for me. Arms of the Men was like my first high school theater experience, and it was very, very good. But I think between the two, I'd have to go with Arms and the Men because uh, I got a pretty big role in that, especially for a freshman. And this is another very nice memory. Um, during the Saturday night show, uh, I delivered one of my jokes so well that I got a round of applause from the audience in the middle of the show. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was a very nice moment, and it made me think that I wanted to do high school theater. Fortunately, that was not the path that I went down. But it was, it was a very fun year for theater, and that was probably one of my favorite shows that I've ever done. I'm gonna sit here and, um, a couple seconds of silence just to figure out what I wanna do next, cause Louie's not here. Um, he said, we, he gave me the op, what did he say? He said that, he said, if you're recording with them right now, that's fine, do it without me. You got it, but I do want to teach you how to edit. Oh, damn. That might not be good. Sweet, I'm really bad with technology. i to figure that out. He doesn't, cause, I don't, I was supposed to download the recording software that he has, and I didn't do it. Um, uh, so, uh, you guys have been listening to Voice Memos on iPhone. Sponsored by Voice Memos on iPhone. But mm-hmm. well, unless y'all got anything else, you guys, questions for each other, it's been a pleasure having you here. First of all, thank you for coming. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I have anything here. I'll do a Louie impression. That was spot on. That was <laughs> just as annoying and irritable as the real thing. Well, this has definitely been an experience for me <laughs> doing my own little show here. Thank you very much for coming. I'm sure we were we were both very excited <laughs> to do this. You guys are very, very funny people. Love to talk with you guys. Um but yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, sure thing. And it's a. Uh, my tummy is a rumbling, so I'm gonna go eat some food. What you mean, you're gonna go eat some food? Yes, I do. I didn't know if you were gonna... Um, uh, Chris, have you eaten yet? It's kind of weird that uh, Kyler and I are gonna go eat some food after this. Oh yeah, you wanna come with? So do you wanna come with? Sure. Okay. Cool. All right, I'll see you then. Well, I'll end the recording and then we can... Don't leave yet. Okay. Hold on. Pretend Appreciate. like we're leaving. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. It's me, uh, Louis. Here's the thing. I wasn't there today. My sincerest apologies. Here's, here's what went down, okay? Number one, I did not set my alarm, as I promised myself I would do. Number two, we were saying goodbye to our dog, Bailey. Because um, we uh, it was just too much stress for people, and we had to send them send them back to the Rover Rescue place. So we got them. So on a more serious note, that was pretty tough to do. I did. I have a little breakdown afterwards and was in no shape to record at that point. So that's the uh, that's the reason really why I wasn't there. Uh what's it, what's it like to be the FBI agent? I don't know, I don't know, uh, uh, Robert, uh, what do you do? I don't know, Robert, what, what do you think about that name, listeners? I think it's too white, I think we gotta, I think we gotta get better. Anyway, I would just like to say, never gonna happen again, you can count on me, listeners. I think it would be only fitting and right if I was to say to our Lord, our Man Above, dear FBI agent, I'm sorry uh, for missing the recording. I mean, all right. Should we uh, count us off? I'll do it. I think, cause I'm. Uh, uh, I think I can do it. One, two, ready, go. Dear FBI agent, I'm sorry. Well. I think that was pretty good, considering that there's only one person there. It was a pretty good interview, Uh, Chris and Kyler. I listened to it. Pretty well conducted. If you're wondering why there seems to be some rookie editing mistakes here made, Um, I taught Jonah how to edit for the first time, so he actually edited this episode. Not to throw him under the bus, but he he did pretty good for the first time, I have to say. Um, Probably better than I did the first time, but there were some uh, rookie mistakes that I noticed. So, if you're wondering why, this sounds a little bit less polished. It was, it was Jonah, not me. So, your complaints can be directed to his phone number, which I will not say, or his email, which I will also not say. You'll have to figure that out from other information. We'll see you next week for Mr. Michael Mailman. That's right. I said it. Mr. Michael Mailman is going to be our next special guest. Put your seatbelt on, click it or tick it because you're going to want to bust out of your seat and cheer for this man. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week. Music, take us home.